you ever wondered what hypnosis might be and what it can do for you? You've come to the right place. Welcome to Hypnosis Everywhere with your host, Inez Simpson. This is the show that talks to everyone, from the experienced practitioner to the cautiously curious, and yes, even the skeptics. Now, here's Inez Simpson. Well, welcome to Hypnosis Everywhere, and I am your host, Inez Simpson, and with me is my co-host, bringing the coffee as usual. How much and- gin in that coffee? <laughs> I remember I did tell you, never believe a thing he says. All right. So anyway, welcome to the show. And you know that this show is about telling you all about hypnosis, uh, formal hypnosis, informal hypnosis, uh, how it affects your life, what to be aware of, how it affects you, etc. And so we are going to do that again. And this time we are also talking to uh, lots of hypnotists on this show and telling you all facets and different styles of hypnosis and today we're talking to Kelly T. Woods and she is actually, I could just about shake hands with her across the American-Canadian border because she's in Anacortes, Washington and I'm here on Vancouver Island. We're actually very close and so I'm very happy to have her on and we are going to get to hear all about children and hypnosis. And uh, welcome aboard, Kelly. And can you tell us a little bit about inf- yourself first and then just go where you want to go? Okay. Thank you, Inez. Thanks for having me on your show here. And I want to thank your listeners for being here and being interested in this topic of helping children. I've been doing this uh, for about 16 years in my private hypnosis practice here. And I'm in Anacortes, Washington. And um, I help clients of all ages, but I have a particular passion in this area of pediatric hypnosis. And I'm hoping to get you all excited about this idea of using hypnotic approaches to help the children in your lives. Now, when people meet me, whether it's in my practice or just out and about, they usually ask right away, and I'm sure, Inez, you can relate to this, how hypnosis can help them with X, Y, or Z, some particular issue that they have in their life, maybe a habit they want to change. And what I want everyone to know is that hypnosis can also help your kids. A hypnosis practitioner who has experience working with children can quickly help kids make desired changes. And we know that lots of kids need help. You know, in today's world, they're operating under a lot of pressure. They have a lot less free time, and they have a lot less play and relaxation in their lives. Families are more fractured. Kids aren't eating properly. They're not getting enough physical activity. Um, You know, there's a lot of um, things going on in the news now, such as some of the recent tragedies with school shootings, so that children are generally feeling less secure in their lives. Unfortunately, there's also a shortage of mental health professionals who specialize in working with children. In fact, one of my current clients happens to be a retired school psychologist, and so she related to me how overwhelming her job was, how extremely taxing, how frustrating it was for her because she was expected to attend to this massive number of kids who needed her, and she had really limited resources. Pediatric hypnotists can be an answer to this dilemma, and you know people can usually find one of us within driving distance. Or what's really interesting is that a lot of us work online, 
online sessions are natural for children because they've already been growing up with this technology and if you've ever watched your kid when they're playing a video game or watching YouTube, you know that they're entranced by that technology and we can easily harness that. They're really comfortable with that setting. So you don't have to be limited by geography if you don't happen to have you know, a um, hypnosis practitioner in your own town. So one of the things that, that I know is that if your kid is suffering, the whole family is suffering. But a really good question to ask yourself is, whose problem is this anyway? A few years ago, I remember I got a phone call from a really distraught mother, and she wanted to know if hypnosis could make her 12-year-old do his homework. And so we talked for a bit on the phone, and after you know, 10 minutes or so, she actually booked an appointment for herself. She came in to see me, and by her third session with me, her son was miraculously doing his homework. I never even met the kid. So sometimes it's actually the adult who needs the help. And the good news is that once a person starts to change, everyone around them adjusts too. Now, we know that kids are in this state of constant trance. They're moving easily from one to another. You know, they're often in the present moment. They might be laughing, and then they fall down and scrape their knee, and then they're crying, and then moments later, they're laughing again. I've noticed that one of the major things that's happening when kids are struggling in their life, it's because they're seeking some sense of control. You know, if you think about it, much of a child's daily life is controlled. It's dictated by adults. And, you know, they don't have much say about what time they're going to wake up in the morning, what they're going to eat, what they're going to be wearing, when they're going to school, what they're going to be studying. Almost every hour is controlled and dictated by adults. And so it just makes sense that they're trying to get some autonomy. It's a natural part of maturing. And, you know, maybe some of you listening understand how frustrating it is to not have that sense of control and especially not to be able to control your emotional responses you know, when it comes to patterns of, like, fear or anxiety. And so one of the things that we pediatric hypnotists do is to give a kid a sense of agency, a sense of control, and actually allow them within our work to be the ones to solve their own problems. And we're just primarily acting as guides and as teachers in this process. So it's not a matter of me doing something to a child, but me more doing something with the child. And because of this, the child is empowered and is actually learning some tools and some techniques and maybe getting some new perspectives on whatever is going on around them. So one thing that a lot of people want to know is, you know, what kind of issues can a hypnotist help a kid with? And some of the classic ones that we'll see presenting in our offices are helping with unwanted habits like nail-biting or bedwetting or thumb-sucking or hair-pulling. So, in fact, I helped a four-year-old get over this lifelong hair-pulling habit 
Yeah, I know that's funny, but you know, she started <laughs> as an infant pulling on her hair as she nursed, so it was a life, pretty much a lifelong problem. And she was even pulling her hair when she was sleeping. So we can say this was definitely an unconscious habit. And mm-hmm. this child really wanted to change. She drew a picture of herself with hair down to the floor like Rapunzel, and that was, that was her goal. That was her desire. The great news is that within a few sessions, her hair was growing back and she was happy. Now, I didn't use conventional, formal hypnotic techniques with her. She was too young for that, but we did a lot of imaginative play. Um, We came up with some anchors, which are associations that we make with physical gestures to positive states, good feelings. Um, She and I created some scripts and used um, props to demonstrate how, you know, some of those solutions could be applied. And I also made a couple of hypnosis recordings for her during that time to listen to at night. Um, We also used a process called EFT, Emotional Freedom Tapping. And Mm -hmm. I taught it to the child, and then she went and taught it to her parents. Well, doesn't that give a lot of control there, right? It it absolutely did. It it really um, empowered her to start to get the sense that she was the one who was making some of these changes happen. And, you know, as her hair started growing back, because she had had bald spots actually on her scalp, she would send me uh, like weekly reports and photographs of her hair. And she was, she was just so pleased and so happy with that. And so obviously were her parents. Um, I remember I had a 10-year-old come in who was having nightmares. And so within our work, she devised a, an imaginary sleep beanie that she could adjust, and then she could select the kind of dream that she'd rather have. And you know, you think about all the research that's out there about lucid dreaming. Well, she tapped into that without even knowing about that research, and this worked like a charm for her. She could select. Maybe she wanted a flying dream. Maybe she wanted a, a boating dream or a dream of riding with ponies, and you know, this this was a great solution that came from her own resources. And I think that the the more that we're able to step into these kids' worlds and utilize what's um, what's interesting to them, what fascinates them, the the more success we're going to have. And the so more empowerment get, you give yeah. them. Yeah. Pardon me? I said and the most imp- more empowerment they get. Exactly. You know, it's the difference. You've heard that old saying. It's the difference between um, feeding somebody a fish or teaching them to fish. And you know, one of one of the things about being a hypnosis practitioner is that I think we really pride ourselves on being effective and being efficient. You know, often we can help people in one, two, three sessions at the most, and so they experience these quick changes. And this applies to children, too. And, you know, children are, are even more responsive because they haven't had this lifetime of building up skepticism or cynicism about hypnosis. They just think it's interesting and natural. They're in these trance states all the time. So um, I found that they respond very quickly. You know, um, and knowing you, Kelly, 
Go ahead. I was Pardon just going to say, knowing you, Kelly, you know, the, the rapport you have with kids, because you have great rapport with your inner child, <laughs> knowing you personally, <laughs> I know that you can tap into that. So uh, I, it's very great when you have that rapport with kids. It's it's awesome. It is. And, you know, I often get hypnotists who are wanting to open up their practice to working with kids ask me, how do you do that? They kind of, Some of them are actually kind of nervous around kids. And I said, you've, you've got to get on their level. You've got to go and, you know, even physically go down to their level. And you need to be present with them and hold them in that special space. And kids feel that. We know that most of our communication is nonverbal. And, and kids know when you really care about them, they respond to it. And when you also have great expectation of them and you believe in them, you know, um, there's, there's lots of research that shows that it's the practitioner's belief in a client or a patient, you know, whether you're a hypnotist or a doctor, that has a lot of the power in, in the results of, of whatever treatment they're receiving. And so I believe in all the kids that come into my orbit. I, I know that they have great potential. And um, I, I just love opportunities to help them. You know, sometimes it's not even anything that's really problematic. It might be for improving performance, you know, be that for in the arts or for athletics. And, you know, there's lots of ways that we can tap into helping them get more confidence, being able to create scenarios in which things happen that they want to happen, not what they've been worrying about happening. And that's very important for anybody to be able to cultivate that kind of mindset. You know, unfortunately, a lot of children are suffering with anxiety nowadays. And whether they're learning that from others or, you know, they have an experience that starts to entrain that, it's actually getting to the point where it's interfering with their ability to um, operate at school or socially or even eating or with their sleep. It can even start to contribute to some health problems. You know, and through- Kelly, may- maybe we can pick that up on the other side of the break because we're going to break in just a few seconds. Okay, And great. we'll pick that up and talk about that anxiety, okay, on the way on okay. the next. I'd love to. Thanks. All right. Okay, off mm-hmm. we go to break then. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Hi, Inez Simpson here. I get a lot of questions about the best way to learn hypnosis. My advice after many years of being a hypnotist and training hypnotists is get your first training live. Get in class with a qualified trainer. Practicing in class gives you so much confidence and practicing is the key. 
I teach live hypnosis and advanced hypnosis training throughout the year, and you can check my website at inessimpson.com and feel free to email me if you need recommendations. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, please call into 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to Inez, that's I N E S, at inezsimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program. Well, great, and welcome back to our second segment. I'm not going to use up too much air time because Kelly's subject is just too interesting. So back to you, Kelly, and just keep going on where you were going to. Okay, thank you, Inez. Um, You know, during the break, Martin asked what age of kids I I work with, and really the the whole spectrum from a three-year-old to up through, you know, teens and and young adults are, are all candidates for hypnosis and obviously we'd use different approaches depending on their level of development and abilities. Um, I was talking about how many kids nowadays have anxiety and it's really through no choice of their own but our modern culture is training their brains and their nervous systems to move into and even stay in these chronic stress states and the good news is that hypnotic approaches can help these kids, help them learn how to move out of these unhealthy states and actually use principles of neuroplasticity so that they can help create these new, more helpful states. And, you know, as you mentioned before in this, when I work with a young person, my goal is to empower them in some way. So it's not a matter of me fixing them because, number one, they're not broken. But, um, you know, it's important for them to find those solutions. So I work together with them. And, you know, usually a lot of attention has been placed on whatever that problem is. You know, maybe it's a picky eating issue or bedwetting or social anxiety. So I want to, pretty early on in our time together, draw everyone's attention towards solutions. 
because we know that wherever we're looking, that's where we go. And sometimes people get bogged down because they're focusing so much on the problem, on the obstacles. And, of course, again, the best solutions are the ones that a kid comes up with themselves. So mm-hmm. it's important to that um, for listeners to understand that you as a parent or a grandparent or a teacher or other caregiver actually has a great amount of hypnotic influence because, you know, young children especially have no filter and they learn primarily from observing and modeling behavior of those people around them. So those imprints and impressions just kind of flow freely into them during that first decade of life. And this creates those programs that can last a lifetime. And this means that they're learning how to respond to life by watching your responses. So if you're constantly griping about your life, your aches and your pains, they can actually start to feel those similar things in their own bodies and in their lives. If you're having, you know, uncontrollable reactions to life, then they learn how to do that too. And and I realize that parents aren't doing these things intentionally, but it, it's so important to understand just how impressionable kids are and that and these kind of patterns get downloaded. This is sort of what we are doing on the show, and you're doing an excellent job. But uh, we are going to have Melissa Tears on next week to, is talking about neuroplasticity, but can you just succinctly maybe just give the, um, them a little bit of understanding of what that term means? Absolutely. This You know, this is a word that describes how our brain and our nervous system entrains and creates habitual patterns of thought and emotions and those responses. You know, even a simple habit like brushing your teeth, the first time that you do that, that neural pathway is laid down, and then each time it's repeated, that pathway gets stronger. There's a saying that the um, neurons that fire together, wire together. Well, this can be true for unwanted habits. So at some point in a person's development, they come up with, maybe they see someone else doing it or they create it themselves, a solution. Chewing the nails might give them some relief from worry. And that neural pathway that manages that nail chewing is laid down and it strengthens every time that behavior is repeated or even thought about. Now, we can use hypnotic um, techniques to detour and to allow those unhelpful pathways to recede while we're promoting newer, healthier ones. So in a case like that, perhaps we would, together with the child, come up with some alternative response to stress, maybe a breathing exercise, or maybe clapping the hands or snapping the fingers. Maybe often I'll use something that still utilizes the hands. And in that way, we can strengthen through repetition those new new pathways. So, you know, we're really talking about brain science. And I love that while hypnosis is an art, there's a lot of science involved in it, too. I, you know, um, even parents who are excellent parents doing everything right can often find their kids in trouble. And this can be... This can be frustrating, can be terrifying. Um, You know, one area that I I really have a passion for is for helping families whose kids are experiencing health problems, health challenges. And I'm actually on an integrative team here in my town for uh, our local cancer care center, and I get referrals from them. You know, there isn't much worse in life than having to watch feeling helpless as your child suffers. And the stress and the fear related to these kinds of events can be um, 
alleviated, can be reduced, along with, you know, any of the uh, physical symptoms that a, a child is enduring. And I, I recall a, a 12-year-old who'd been visiting doctors for a couple of years, and, and she had some mysterious stomach aches. And when she arrived, and as her medical vocabulary was impressive, <laughs> I, I didn't even understand half of what she was talking about as she was describing her conditions. And it was evident that her identity had actually gotten wrapped up in, in being this medical mystery. So I asked her if she'd like to be the heroine in that mystery, and she agreed. And so together, we just took a hypnotic adventure to an alternate universe where she found the cure and she healed herself. Now, hypnosis isn't magic, but we know that sometimes magic can happen. And that kid recovered from her stomach problems shortly after our time together. And uh, I'll never forget that one. Uh, when we can tap into those inner resources and utilize the creative imagination, some really amazing things happen. But, you know, it can be so simple. It can be so easy using these mind-body techniques because they work really quickly. And we call them mind-body techniques, by the way, because they take advantage of that two-way communication that's constantly going on between our thoughts and our physical self. So we can change the way that a kid feels physically by changing the way that they're thinking or the meaning that they put towards something. Or we can change the way that they feel mentally and emotionally by changing their physiology. So hypnosis incorporates different strategies for this, but you know it might be as simple as asking your child to just imagine a colored balloon, and I always let them choose the color, hovering over one shoulder, and then instructing them on using deep breathing to inflate that balloon. You know, maybe suggesting that any discomfort or tension or other unhelpful feelings are flowing into that balloon, and then you can give the kid a choice about what they want to do with that balloon. You know, I'll, I'll never forget one kid who, in my office, he decided to let it float up to the top of the ceiling, and then he shot at it, and then he just started laughing hysterically. I asked him what was so funny. He said that all the boogers were raining down on us. And so, yeah, it was gross. And little boys love gross things, so I stepped into his world. But this gave him a way of controlling and disposing of those feelings that were making him feel stressed out and, in this case, making him really angry. So once you step into a child's world, anything and everything becomes possible. The resistance actually happens when we try to force them into our adult worlds. And I think that harnessing a kid's natural ability to imagine is the quickest way that you can help them feel better. The easiest way to step into their world is to unleash your own inner child. We were talking about that a little while ago, and, <laughs> and you know, I really would recommend that adults try that more often. In fact, my late great friend and mentor, Michael Elner, yes. used to lament that, that too many too. people have what he coined FDD, Fun Deficiency Disorder. <laughs> he encouraged everyone to take a lighthearted attitude, even when we're dealing with serious issues. Unfortunately, I see a lot of children who have FDD, and I also see what happens when we use play and laughter to help create these changes that they want. Now, Michael also used to say that people who feel better heal better, and kids mm -hmm. are people too, aren't they? 
So, I hate to say this, you know. but we're going to have another um, break soon. So maybe we just wrap up the thoughts about this. And then next time we come back and the next break, after this break, we can head into the next topic. Just sort of tie it all up for me. Okay, I will. And I just want to tell your listeners that if you and your child are struggling, you can access a pediatric hip- hypnotist. You know, we can help most any child. I've even worked with kids who have attention problems, and they're very responsive. I've helped kids on the autism spectrum, even those who are nonverbal. And I mm-hmm. also have a network of thousands of qualified hypnotists all over the world. If you contact me, I can help you. That's awesome. And on that note, and we'll be back to talk some more to Kelly T. Woods, and we're off to a break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Hi, Inez Simpson here. I get a lot of questions about the best way to learn hypnosis. My advice after many years of being a hypnotist and training hypnotists is get your first training live. Getting class with a qualified trainer, practicing in class gives you so much confidence and practicing is the key. I teach live hypnosis and advanced hypnosis training throughout the year and you can check my website at inezsimpson.com and feel free to email me if you need recommendations. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, please call into 1 866 472 5792. 
That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to Inez. That's I-N-E-S at InezSimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program. Well, welcome back, and we're going to get right back to Kelly. And I I just want to confirm, Kelly, that you were saying that you have worked with kids in the autism spectrum, and, and I think many people are don't have any idea of the things that we can do with hypnosis. So I'm just going to let you run the whole segment here and just tell us everything that you can in this next segment. <laughs> we want another okay. show is what we want, but that's, you know, here we go. <laughs> Thanks, Inez. Yeah, obviously there's so much to cover in this topic alone, and I'm just kind of hitting some of the major points. But, um, you know, when we're talking about uh, helping teens, there's a lot of people that question whether we can help their teens, and, and especially because teens are in a certain stage of life where they can be struggling on, on many different levels. Um, one of the most important things, and I'm going to kind of shift perspective here and, and talk mm-hmm. to my colleagues here, if you're okay. considering opening up your practice to working with kids, there's something really important that you need to know, and parents too, that the child needs to be the one that wants to change. Parents might be eager to get a child to do what they want them to, but unless the kid is buying into it, it it's going to be pretty hard work and maybe even pointless to, to um, spend that time and effort. You know, I recall a woman who brought her teen daughter in for hypnosis, and this kid was really anxious and upset because she'd had a breakup with a boyfriend, and she didn't even want to go to school. And we had a session, and she enjoyed it, saying that she felt better, and she'd like to come back for more. But on arriving at the next session, it was apparent that she just didn't want to be there. And so I excused her. And her, her mom was furious, but I know that you can't make anyone do anything unless they are at least willing to play a little bit with you. So for the most part, teens are fascinated by hypnosis. You know, teens are very self-absorbed. We all know that. They are the center of their universe. And when they understand that, they can learn some ways to learn even more about themselves. They get excited about that. And we've got lots of different ways that we can do them. Uh, You know, I use uh, pendulums, ideomotor signaling devices, so that the kid can actually start to find out how they really feel about things. Um, you know, I'll introduce them to parts of themselves that they'd never met before. We can do a little bit of ego-state therapy within a hypnotic session. And what happens in hypnosis feels like it's real. There's no discernment between fantasy and reality when we're playing with that realm of the mind. So it's like stepping into your own dream, and it changes the way that a kid feels about themselves. It can empower them, give them confidence, help them release things that they've been worrying about, make all kinds of shifts. And when we make it fun for them, they get some of that hypnotic wow factor. In fact, when I'm doing some inductions with a teenager, I'll be talking to them about, well, I know you can't wait to get to school tomorrow and tell your friends about this crazy hypnotist lady who had your arm um, levitate up without you even feeling that you were doing that yourself. And, you know, this is something that they like to share with their peers, and it makes them feel special that they were able to engage in hypnosis and that they learned something kind of magical about themselves. So I think that there's a a lot of capacity in the world of hypnosis for teens to develop, and 
grow and mature and especially develop their emotional intelligence. And I'll never forget a um, speaker who talked about losing her daughter to anorexia, and she described how the daughter used the word fat in replacement of her emotions. She didn't have that vocabulary to describe how she really felt, so she just said she felt fat. And this really resonated with me because a lot of young people do that same thing. And so we can help them expand that vocabulary and discover the resources within themselves inside these hypnotic processes. So, you know, getting their buy-in and getting them to participate. And, you know, once they're in my company, they usually um, kick in and, and start having fun, especially if I don't always put the attention on the problem but more on exploring and, you know, building some skills. Because any time that I'm going to be working with a, a child of any age, I want them to be learning and to be expanding their skill set. So we can do that when we, number one, hold them in that unconditional positive regard and we have expectation and belief that they can achieve these things. You know, I can also utilize the parents. And I, in an initial phone conversation, I might ask the parent to agree to do anything that I want them to do during our meeting with their kid. And they usually go along with this, and then I can leverage this in lots of ways. For example, if I have a reticent teen there um, and who's feeling some anxiety, I can actually demonstrate a, a, an anxiety-relieving technique on the parent, and the kid loves that. Or I might even show the kid how to hypnotize their parent with me just guiding. And you can imagine how empowering that might be. So you know, people often ask, do I have a parent stay in the room when I'm working with their child? And that depends. So small children and their parents usually like to be nearby and close to each other. And I'm fine with that as long as that parent's not interfering. And that's up to me to manage that. But I give older kids, say, you know, eight or nine and above, an option, the choice, and once we've gotten used to each other a little bit, let them decide if they want that parent to stay or go. And so, okay. you know, we're talking about uh, different ways that we can induce hypnosis. Well, you know, the younger set are, they're in a trance state of one kind or another all the time, and we don't have to use any formal inductions with them. In fact, a lot of young kids won't close their eyes, so, you know, try to force them to do that or expect them to do that can actually be counterproductive. They don't Mm -hmm. want to miss what's going on. But they don't have any problem imagining that they're a a horse or a fire truck or that they're, you know, is um, something hanging in the air in front of them that they can play with. So we can utilize that and just, again, step into their world. With the older Um, kids, we can use a lot of the same inductions that we use with adults. Any kind of eye fixation or, um, you know, the hand arm, heavy, heavy hand, light arm, and we can use hand sticks, magnetic fingers, any of those kinds of things. So work great for kids and and they love it. They have a lot of fun with it. So it's important to. Yes. Sorry to interrupt you. But do you, um, you are giving some classes in these topics, aren't you, in, in conventions and stuff? I have been. You know, I was actually just down in Brazil doing a workshop on this. Mm-hmm. I got invited to come down to the Brazil Hypnosis yeah. Conference. That was a blast and introduced yeah. the practitioners down there to how, how easy it is to help kids. 
And, yeah, I do them periodically, and I've also written um, a couple of books. Melissa Tears and I actually got an um, International Medical and Dental Hypnosis um, Pen and Quill Award for our our book, um, Integrative Hypnosis for Kids and Teens. So that was and we're, cool. And we're going to list all your books on the, on the page, on our radio page. So that's great, great and you. we really want, want them to have that. And I'd really like to know... Um, if you're doing something at Hypnothos for hypnotists and anywhere else this year? I'm doing things um, not kid-related, but I'll be at Hypnothos Live in August in Vegas and, okay. you know, teaching my stuff. And, you know, a lot of this stuff maps across. You know, even okay. people said that reading Melissa and my book, they have they found a lot of strategies that they use with their adult clients. Yeah, I think they're awesome. So um, we have about two and a half minutes or three minutes left. I'm going to let you wrap it up in that three minutes and maybe just touch on, um, because you quickly said that about, that. yes, you did work with the spectrum of autism. I just want a sentence or something just to, uh, to a little bit explain that. Yes. Um, you know, one of the uh, things that kids with aut- on the autism spectrum deal, deal with a lot is anxiety. And they, or they might have hypersensitivities, and they're very responsive to some of the hypnotic techniques. When we start giving them that way to control some of their responses, and using, you know, metaphors like a control room where they can get in there and and make the adjustments, and and I'm just generalizing, but a lot of these kids are very literal minded. And and they like the scientific angle of hypnosis. So when we're talking about neuroplasticity and rewiring things, they grab that. They they find that to be um, quite usable in their in their own frames. Mm-hmm. You know, and even for kids that are nonverbal, I had a a woman bring in um, an eight year old who had Rett syndrome. And she was doing some um, serious stimming of her hands so that they were actually cracked and bleeding. And I used a, just a really soft form of EFT. And as I tapped on this child, I just hummed a little um, old MacDonald melody. And by the time I'd done one round on her, she completely calmed. And her mother was just amazed. She had been trying all kinds of things to get this child to to reduce that, that stress and, and that action. And so this was a simple formula that the mother could repeat, and she used it from that point on. So we hypnotists have a very large toolbox of all kinds of stuff, and you know, we know that it just takes a matter of, of seeing which one's going to resonate, which one's going to fit for the individual. And, you know, for people that are opening up their practices to work with kids, I want to tell you that it's it's so important because kids are our future and they need us, but also because we need them. They bring this sense of play and delight and joy into our life. They remind us of how to laugh and how to be in the moment. So, you know, you'll find that you get a great satisfaction, a great joy whenever you help a child make positive changes in their life. Well, uh, thank you, Kelly. So I just want to ask you, I wish I had a lot more time to talk to you, but um, (laughs) just understand that hypnotists that can work with with kids, and it's so fulfilling because of all those things you've just mentioned. 
And so the more that people are interested in working with kids, the better. Um, I just work, I live in a retirement area and I work with very few kids, but when I do, I love it. And so I, I think more and more hypnotists would be great if they would specialize in this area. So that's just my little input. And I hate to say this, but we need to go. And I hope mm-hmm. to see you soon somewhere along the road here, Kelly. And thank yes, you so you'll much. See me soon. <laughs> We've been having thank that so was great information. Me. Thank you so much. And uh, we'll you. have to, and we're off to break. Thanks. Have a great day. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Hi, Inez Simpson here. I get a lot of questions about the best way to learn hypnosis. My advice after many years of being a hypnotist and training hypnotists is get your first training live. Get in class with a qualified trainer. Practicing in class gives you so much confidence and practicing is the key. I teach live hypnosis and advanced hypnosis training throughout the year and you can check my website at inezsimpson.com and feel free to email me if you need recommendations. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. You're listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, please call into 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to Inez. That's I-N-E-S at InezSimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program. Well, welcome back to Hypnosis Everywhere, and I'm a little bit sad to see Kelly go. There's still so much stuff to talk about. Um, But what I really wanted to mention in this last segment before we get into any tools and questions that we have from people is 
you know, we talk about kids not having what we call the critical factor till they're about five, six, and it depends on the child. And that's why we don't need formal hypnotic inductions for kids because they're always in hypnosis. And that's why I'm saying to parents everywhere, they need to just how they talk to themselves in their head. It's also important how they talk to their kids. And all that stuff is important. And, I, you know, there's just not enough time on this whole show for all that. Any input, Martin? Well, as, as Kelly said, this interesting with uh, teens because they are digitally minded and yes. they play games. And there's a lot of stuff you can do. And uh, that was interesting with EFT. Mm-hmm. Um, if people, I mean, hypnotists will know what yes. EFT, but that. Yeah, if, well, it's called Emotional Freedom Technique. And if um, you're casually interested, uh, there's a guy, your former uh, colleague, yeah, Ted, my, not former colleague, but the well, colleague used to work with Ted Robinson yes. has great YouTube videos. Yes, you can watch, t- and Ted teaches you how to do it online, on, on and all that is really good. But there's different forms of EFT, there's all yeah. kinds, but the tapping techniques are easy to find and easy and to and learn. And as Kelly says, the kids love that interaction yes. and control, and, and also... The, so kinest- the kinesthetic yeah. part of it, you know, the the tapping. And, you know, sometimes we think about um, all these things are hypnosis because, you know, me, I say hypnosis is everywhere and it's nearly everything. So, um, but with tapping, you get that kinesthetic touch. And plus, if we are talking about touching on the meridians and some people will not maybe believe in that 5,000-year-old uh, concept, uh, but it works. And so, is it the hypnotic? Is it the bypass? It doesn't matter, people. What I'm getting at is it works. So, learn these techniques and help yourself and your and your children. Stop yelling at the listeners! Don't get so. <laughs> Sorry, I get really kind of passionate about and all the other that. Th- interesting <laughs> thing is, uh, with, we had Bob Burns on the second show, The Swan. Yeah. The kids love playing with the yes. Swan because it's a game for them. Yeah, and it's it just it opens them up to. That's about it. And you create the bypass because their conscious mind is busy playing games and you get that. So all these techniques that Kelly uses and she's so bright and read her books if you're a hypnotist because you're going to glean so much information out of that that'll get you going. An interesting uh, talking about the swan because I'm trying to get back to that topic again. You keep oh, wandering off. <laughs> is, uh, you had a student using um, who had a very... Uh, attention deficit teenager or teenager same thing probably yeah <laughs> and so she the your student just kept a, the, the kid playing a video game with one hand yeah and the swan the other and the kid was happy to play the video game yeah. and, and work and right she through. just did all the work through the hand as we say talk to the hand talk to the hand <laughs> okay so oh, those are great concepts so me uh, we do have to get to promotion a bit. time oh promotion. promotion time from the season i was going to say questions we have um uh, you are doing a spring tune-up thing up and coming. Yes. You're doing symptom protocol in March and April, once one here, one in Regina. Mm-hmm. And then and you on top of all this, you've got this mentoring program. So tell me a little bit about that mentoring for hypnotist well, type Well, the program. mentoring program is sort of going along with the spring tune-up. Mm-hmm. Now, the spring tune-up is for people that are maybe somewhat new in the profession or have a facet that they haven't done before and they want a little bit more confidence in that. So let's say they're they're not used to doing regression or they're, they don't feel that they know all enough about it or even different kinds of inductions or different techniques, whatever it is. Also, sometimes they may not experiment 
on a client and they would be happy to experiment on another hypnotist. And all those things can be done in that two weeks tune up. So, you know, those are the sort of things we have. And we also, the mentoring will be specific to what the client, what right. they want. The spring tune up is that you're going to bring a group together online or live and yeah. they get to play basically. And, yes, and pretty much. Pretty much do what things they want. And then normally. mentor if they want me to, we set up a package because there's no one price. They might only need me for one time. And that information is on the radio page. If you go to Hypnosis Everywhere and look at um, this, or actually anywhere, it's got this information. We would like to get some questions, and there's, there's lots and lots of them. So we actually have an FAQ uh, page from uh, frequently asked questions about hypnosis that we've asked. Uh, a lot of the questions that were coming in have been answered or talked about on, on the, the first, first program. Yeah. But we do have that FAQ page you can find there too. But let's stump, stump the hypnotist time. So, what should we ask? Uh, is hypnosis medically approved? Yes, we talked about that. Okay, what is past life regression and can you prove it? <laughs> well, you know, I don't care about proving it and if it's true or not. Um, even though I am partially, I am totally believing that it is the high probability of being the truth. But it doesn't matter to me. But either way, we've had many... Um, instances that there's the books by Ian Stevenson where they went back with children and regression and then they took them to and, and investigated those and they all lined up all the information was correct and even here Georgina Cannon in Toronto she did a, jo a show on CBC about that and they went back and and they followed them up so there's all these things and when I'm using past life regression in my practice I don't use it on purpose it's not me that's doing it I just uh, it just spontaneously happens in the client and the client experiences it is it it's so and if does it matter if it's metaphor does it matter if it's something that your mind is giving you or does it matter if it's reality no the outcome is what matters and it changes something so from my point of view, even though I think it's high probability of being accurate, is it doesn't matter. I deal with the person's reality. And as usual, you're interested in the outcome and however that comes about or however the mind offers it to you. Yes. Is that and this show is going so fast. It's just about time to go already. We're not going yet. Yes. Close. We're not going yet. No. Oh, One more question. Quick, quick, quick. Uh, is hypnosis, hypnosis like a truth serum? Do ah. you tell the truth in hypnosis always? No. It is not a truth serum. In fact, it gives everyone better skill at being lying or confabulating or making up their reality. They're always in protective mode. So that is why forensic hypnosis is very structured and very kept in a minimum because there's only so much you can do because people can lie easily. So are you saying the subconscious lies? It's not that the subconscious one. It'll, the subconscious always gives the client what they want so if you've just committed a crime you're going to lie about it if that's what you want it's not a truth simmer yes, yes unless they want to you know forgiveness but that goes to so i yeah that's i think enough said on that okay so next week next week we have melissa tears on talking about neuroplasticity and other things i think and, and uh, she's another great cohort on convention and training uh and, and, you know, I, I picked a lot of these people just because I've seen them in action and conventions, and you'll be very happy with Melissa. And she Pierce. comes from a very uh, different attitude, but also lots of research, lots of yes. science behind what she yes, does. Yes, she's very that, that way noted. So 
that is what we do. And I'm sorry we have run out, just about run out of time. We had a lot more questions yet, and so, but they'll have to wait for another show. And please check out our tool section and self-hypnosis and all the other things. And I, I think we have to say goodbye. Say goodbye, Martin. Goodbye, Martin. See you next week. Thank you for being a part of the show today. Be sure to tune in next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel for another edition of Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol with host Inez Simpson. We can't wait to have you join us again next week. 